What up, yo? It's Mark Chanup with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, November 12th, the Week 11 Waiver Wire Show. Going to be a fantastic show for you today. Real quick, you can follow the show on social media. We're on Twitter and Facebook at Fantasy Knockout. Also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Did you guys enjoy that Monday night game? Oh my goodness. That was a fun game. Went into overtime, missed field goals, and Seattle ends up winning the game at the very end. What a game. It, that game meant a little bit more to uh, my family because uh, if you guys remember last episode, I talked about my family pick that we do. And um, the kids, both kids had picked San Francisco because they're undefeated in the and, to be fair, it's kind of True's favorite team this season. He's really he's turned into a Niners fan, which is that's a whole other topic. Um, anyway, so they picked the Niners to win. Michelle and I both picked Seattle to win. And before the game started, I I asked him, I go, let's let's make this game a little bit more special. Let's put a wager down. Um, so you guys come up with what you want, and Michelle and I will come up with what we want. So the kids thought for a while and came up with a couple, you know, not so great thoughts but they they ended up settling on ten dollars each so michelle and i would pay them 20 bucks total if the niners won i said sure no problem you know good for you guys if you win fantastic so what michelle and i came up with was uh the kids are always watching youtube and they they had this like handcuff challenge well i tweaked it just a little bit i said so this tuesday um as soon as they get out of school, they have to meet at the flagpole and they got to do the hand-holding challenge with your sibling where they need to meet and hold each other's hand for the next two hours straight. So they got to do it from at the beginning of school all the way home and then they have a cheer practice later today and they have to go to practice there and then once they're there at practice, they can separate. But just the embarrassing of, I love my brother, I love my sister, and uh, they were not uh, not so happy when the, the Niners lost. So it was a fun game. All right, let's let's get a, a, a real quick league check going on. Got to ask, how did you guys do this week? Did you guys win? Did you guys pull it out? Did you squeak one out like I did? So in my money league, I have to say just wow, wow. Fantasy can be very frustrating. I suffered my third straight loss. I had Saquon Barkley, who had, what, one yard rushing. I had Cooper Cup, who put up nothing. He had no catches. And my team took a just dump. And so that's three straight losses. That puts me at fourth place. I need to turn this around because there's only a couple weeks left before playoffs start. So got to get that figured out. But in my family league, I did it. I pulled it out again. That's another win. Um, I had a 10-point lead going into that Monday night game, and I was going against Manuel Sanders, and I thought I was done. And then Sanders gets hurt and doesn't return to the game, and I got lucky and pulled on another win. So that puts me in the seventh place there. I'm just missing the playoffs um, in that spot. I basically tied uh, with three people ahead of me, and they have a lead of 26 points. So if I can outscore them this next week and get a win, that'll put me right back up there in the playoffs for my family league, which would be nice. So. Gotta ask, have you guys checked out the website lately? FantasyKnockout.com. We got some really cool things going on there. Accurate rankings, number 20 overall right now for um, analysts in fantasy football. 
We got the ask a question, so send in your questions. Be happy to answer those for you. And then also I got a newsletter going on where it recaps the starts of the week. So go ahead and sign up for that too. Let's move right into the good, the bad, and the ugly. good the bad and the ugly so the good this week wide receiver christian kirk of the arizona cardinals six receptions 138 yards and three touchdowns for 34.8 points was the uh knockout of the week as well then quarterback lamar jackson went off he had 223 yards uh passing three touchdowns and then ran for 65 yards and a score for 33.42 points he had an amazing spin move he's a fantasy stud right now running back Derrick Henry of the Titans who who went off against the Chiefs thank you Tennessee for knocking off the Chiefs a little Raider homer in me there so sorry uh he went off for 188 yards and two touchdowns for 32.1 points then wide receiver Darius Slayton of the New York Giants had 10 receptions 121 yards and two scores for 29.1 points and Dalvin Cook the running back for the Vikings he had 97 yards a score Seven receptions and 86 yards. He was a stud once again for 27.8 points. Now the bad and the ugly. Guys that we thought would step up and did not and hurt our teams and were frustrated with. So to start it off, quarterback Drew Brees of the Saints. He was projected for 21.4 points. He ended up with 11.5. Not good. Running back Saquon Barkley, as I mentioned, I started him. He was projected for 19.8 with a juicy matchup, and he ended up with five and a half points. Very frustrating. If you also counted on running back Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys, who was projected for 18.11 points, he ended up with 7.3. Not so good there. And then wide receiver Cooper Cup of the Rams, projected for 15.8 points, was, you know, had a stud his last game, was an amazing guy, and he put up the goose. Zero, zero, zero. Not good. That one killed me personally. Then running back Jalen Samuels of the Steelers with Connor being out. Samuels was projected for 12.5 points, and he ended up with 5.5. Not so good. All right, let's get into the news. News with views. So to start it off, running back David Johnson of the Arizona Cardinals, his coach Cliff Kingsbury said DJ has obviously been hampered by the back and ankle injuries. Uh, he feels like Kenyon Drake gives them a better chance right now. So I have to say, uh-oh, DJ owners, beware that uh, it looks like Drake might have stolen the job there. So uh, going forward with Drake, uh, play him. He is getting it done. Uh, quarterback Jacoby Brissett of the Indianapolis Colts, his coach Frank Reich, says Brissett is uh, he's going to start this week with that knee issue. He's recovering, so he'll he'll go ahead and start. And then wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, same same team there of the Colts. Uh, the coach there said uh, T.Y.'s calf is still being taken care of in his day to day. I don't expect him back this week. And then quarterback Matthew Stafford of the Detroit Lions with was a uh, scratch from Sunday's game with a back injury. And they say he is truly day-to-day, week-to-week. So right now we don't have any reports for Stafford. But as soon as we get one, I believe next show we'll have something more on Stafford. Hopefully he'll be back because 
that was an ugly game too. Uh, wide receiver, not wide receiver, running back Devontae Freeman of the Falcons will undergo an MRI this Monday. His coach Dan Quinn said he is confident with Brian Hill in the lead role going forward. So, little spoiler alert: he's going to be probably our number one waiver wire ad this week, especially if you need a running back. Running back James Conner of the Steelers is expected to suit up this Thursday night, so he's been dealing with a shoulder issue. He should be good to go. Running back Kareem Hunt, his coach Freddie Kitchens said Hunt will continue to get opportunities. So he had a decent game this week. Uh, Tight end Chris Herndon of the Jets was placed on injured reserve with ribs. What a frustrating season. Thought he had something special with Darnold possibly, and it all just goes poo-poo and... Off, off goes Herndon. So, anyways, <clears throat> quarterback Dwayne Haskins of the Redskins, his coach Bill Callahan said Haskins will start the rest of the season. So, hopefully, him and Scary Terry can get things, uh, get that connection going. Uh, next, tight end Austin Hooper of the Falcons will undergo an MRI on his injured knee. He's expected to miss some time, so that's not good for you, Hooper owners. Wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders of the San Francisco 49ers is day-to-day with his ribs or rib cartilage. Um, they say he's expected to be a game-time decision this Sunday. Also on the same team, Matt Burita, the running back, reports say he may miss some time with an ankle injury. So Tevin Coleman owners, um, Raheem Mostert owners, go ahead and pick those guys up. Uh, they should get a lot more work there. Wide receiver Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks, coach, his coach Pete Carroll, Said Lockett should be, quote, okay. He had some swelling from a bruise on his shin uh, after the game. Spent the night in the hospital. Luckily, he's got a bye this week, and he's got two weeks to get healthy. So Lockett owners will monitor that going forward. All right, let's move on to the main event. Main event. Uh, So real quick, the teams on bye this week are the Green Bay Packers, Seattle Seahawks, New York Giants, and the Tennessee Titans. So don't start those players. Get those guys out of your starting lineups. The Thursday night game is going to be a good one. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. So to hit some of the uh, players there. So if James Conner is healthy and playing, we start him. Um, I would f- possibly flex Jalen Samuels in that game if um, if you were leaning on him the last couple weeks. Um, I will have that decision personally to make too. So not quite sure if I'll flex him yet. He's he's at borderline flex. Uh, go ahead and start Juju. Um, that's pretty much it on the Steelers. Oh, start the Steelers defense. They have been lights out. They have been amazing. They are getting it done as far as defenses. Then on the other side, the Cleveland Browns, you're not going to start Baker Mayfield. You can start Odell Beckham. You can start Landry. Uh, definitely start Nick Chubb. You can flex uh, Kareem Hunt. He you know With more opportunities, you got to like, like to hear that. So if you uh, have him, you can go and flex him this week but uh, let's move on to the waiver wire uh, players to add for week 11 so to start off quarterbacks if you need a quarterback Nick Foles is out there he's on the Jacksonville Jaguars he's about 21% owned Um, don't quite love his matchup this week he gets Indianapolis okay Um, I'm not sure if I said it but he's 21% owned and uh, I like Foles' playoff schedule though it it lightens up come week uh 15 and 16 so tight ends to add this week oj howard he got it done this week so if you need one there's not many good ones out there eric ebon's out there pick him up play him with confidence but howard's about 40 percent owned right now he got you know uh basically the patriots require we're requesting um 
information on him looking they were looking to trade for him come the trade deadline and they i guess the the reports say that they offered quite a bit uh significant draft stock into requiring oj howard but the bucks passed and so with that being said in the first game back from that howard actually got it done got some looks got a score so i i feel a little bit more confident in howard going forward um another tight end to possibly add is dallas goddard against the uh Patriots this week. He's about 17% owned. Don't love the matchup, but the Patriots are going to shut down probably Zach Ertz. So with that being said, they're going to let's see. Philadelphia is going to have to score some points against New England. They're not just going to get shut out. And Goddard's not the number one target or the number one player there. So New England will take away somebody else, most likely Ertz. So kind of gives Goddard a sneaky play this week. So kind of like him. So if Goddard's out there, you can pick him up. And then also he's a, the super handcuff for Ertz. If Ertz ever gets hurt, Goddard becomes an amazing top tight end going forward. So wideouts to pick up, wideouts to uh, add. We're going to go Darius Slayton of the Giants. I know he's on bye, so you don't necessarily have to pick him up this week. He's about 10% owned. Demarius Thomas of the Jets is about 8% owned. He, he looks like he's the uh, receiver getting it done there in New York. It's no longer Robbie Anderson. I'm moving on from him. Deontay Johnson of the Steelers. He's about 18% owned. He's got that chemistry with Mason Rudolph. And then the last, Cole Beasley is about 32% owned. He's getting it done there in Buffalo. They got Miami this week, so you should see a lot of small little targets for him. Don't know if he gets in the end zone. Hopefully he does, but, uh, yeah, he's a nice play as well. All right, so running backs to add. My number one guy, number one pickup this week is Brian Hill of the uh, Falcons because he's going to most likely get several weeks worth of play. He's about 4% owned right now. He had a nice game for the uh, the Falcons this past week. And then my next guy is Darius Geis of the Redskins. He's about 37% owned. He should uh, see the ball and more opportunities this week. Hopefully he can come in and get just the workload. Where uh, That's what I'm hoping for. And then J.D. McKissick of the Lions, he's about 21% owned with Ty Johnson still in the concussion protocol. McKissick is going to be the running back there in Detroit. And then if you haven't done it, Alexander Madison, 29% owned. He is Dalvin Cook's, like, handcuff, and he almost had a touchdown. had a great game. He's getting plenty of opportunities worthy of flexing. But if anything ever happens to Cook, Madison is going to be a league winner this year. So go ahead and add him as a handcuff. Or let's talk some streamers right now. All right, flavor of the week, the streaming quarterbacks. We're going to start off with Kyle Allen of the Carolina Panthers. He's about 15% owned. He gets Atlanta this week. I'm not buying into Atlanta. The Atlanta upset over New Orleans this past week. I am saying that that's going to be the outlier. I think Atlanta goes back to their normal ways and Kyle Allen will have a nice game this week. The next star of the week is Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders. He's 45% owned. He gets the Cincinnati Bengals, the 0-8 Bengals. Carr has been playing very well this year. Oakland has the highest implied team total points this week, so that is a nice play. So streaming defenses, we're going to kind of keep staying the same theme here. So going Oakland Raiders, they're 3% owned. They get Cincy. Cincy has quarterback Ryan Finley who just does not look like much. So that is a nice play. The Raiders are getting it done defensively right now. They they had a great game against the Chargers. And then, like I said, staying in the theme, the Carolina Panthers, 54% owned. They get Atlanta. 
They're going to get some sacks on Matt Ryan. They're going to get it done. It'll be a nice play. But if you want to try and pivot and go somewhere else, I got one more for you, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're 51% owned. They get Indianapolis this week. If uh, Jacoby Brissett is not healthy and doesn't play, they get Brian Hoyer, who, eh, didn't look all that great. But even if Brissett comes back and plays, it this is a safe play in the defense if you just need some basic points. If you're not trying to hit the home run or whatever. Jacksonville's a nice uh, play for the defense this week. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is Week 11, Start and Sit. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe on wherever you're listening. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, the website. Check it out there. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. It really helps out the show. All right, till next time, see ya. See ya.